0: enjoy today's podcast
1: and welcome back to part four of our series god is real you are in the daily witness studio (laughs) and you are also with god the father god the son and god his daughter
0: (laughs) oh my word
1: i'm trevor van feeren
0: and this is megan van Vieren.
1: co-host
0: Okay, to and the Daily extraordinaire <laughs> of the cupcake.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, to the Daily Witness podcast. <laughs> okay, and we are on the series "God is Real."
0: He certainly is.
1: And um, our our key scripture was first of all James chapter four verse eight, and it says, "Draw near to God, and He will not might." He will. Not it's for some and it's not for others. He will draw near to you.
0: No matter who you are.
1: John chapter 14 verse 21 talks about if you're loving the Father and you're loving Jesus, guess what? Jesus said he will manifest himself to you. Mm. And then we read about in Hebrews chapter 11... Um, And we'll just go over there quickly. And it says, talking about people who have experienced that manifestation. It's just normal for them. It's just a way of life. Mm. Um, They came to a place where it says, For they, verse 14, For they that say such things declare plainly that they seek a country. And truly, if they had been mindful of that country from whence they came out, they might have had opportunity to have returned But now they desire a better country, that is, a heavenly. Wherefore God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he has prepared for them a city. So people like us are not ashamed to, um, I'm thinking of the Apostle Paul now, Mm -hmm. you know, where he says, um, for I am not ashamed of this gospel. And I think a lot of people are ashamed and a lot of people don't know him. And then we read in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6, But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him.
0: Um, I find that a lot of people who, who aren't Christians... Mm they don't want to become Christian because in their eyes it's very religious and it's yeah. f- it's full of rules and regulations and it's so uncool. Like yeah. they don't want to openly say, oh, you know, I'm serving Jesus. Yeah. They've got such the wrong idea of a life with God. They do. Wow. It is so far from boring. And yes, there are laws that we follow. There are principles that we follow. But like any parent-child relationship, there are rules in the house that kids are supposed to obey for there to be peace in the house. And so it is in God's kingdom as well. There are laws that we follow. Um. Well, love being the main one, yes. <laughs> and when you follow that and you do as God tells you to do, He's He's actually just telling you because it's going to lead you down the path of success. Um, so, yeah, He just He loves us and He just wants the best for us, you know.
1: Now we are talking about. Uh, first of all christianity has its roots we're just recapping of our previous episodes here for those of you who just tuned in and you haven't you you should really do yourself a favor and be blessed by it and go back and start at part one and god is real part one we're talking about christianity has its roots in judaism we came out of judaism and um Ultimately, we were talking about the tabernacle that was set up, always set up in the center. Mm. And the different tribes would camp outside that tabernacle. And everyone just knew, they knew that the very presence of God, the Shekinah glory of God was inside of that temple. They knew it. And then, you know, you're talking about, for instance, now, just I was thinking about this. David, when he was still a shepherd, and he came home and his dad said, you know, your brothers, they forgot to take lunch. Can you go? Can you go and take the lunch down uh, to them? All right. Where are they? Well, they're down there, so and so. And he gets down there and Israel is standing. These are military guys. I mean, they're standing now. And there's Goliath. He's standing outside um, down in the valley, and he's threatening them and threatening them. And these guys, the Bible literally says they were shaking in their boots. Mm. And they could not attack him. And here comes comes David. See, he drew near to God, and God drew near to him. God was real to him. God was absolutely real to him. And he went there to that Goliath and man, he shot his mouth off. Goliath took such offense. What do you think of me that you're sending me this little boy now? You know, and um, he said a whole bunch of stuff and David just shut him up from there. And God was with him and God manifested himself. And David said, Man, I'm going to do my part. He picked up that little stone and he flung that thing just as hard as he could. But he knew who was with him. Yes. He knew, man, I see God and I know that he is and I know he will reward me that diligently seeks him. And he threw that stone. And he didn't sit there and debate and wonder and sit and doubt and blah, blah, he blah. He was fully
0: convinced. He was persuaded.
1: And I'm telling you now, an angel got right behind that rock and just flicked his finger. And that was the very first bullet. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes. You
1: know, because now that thing could travel at the speed of a bullet, obviously way faster. Because um, Goliath was a giant, of course, and killed him. Killed Goliath. There, done. And there goes David and chops his head off and says, there you go.
0: says, (laughs) how
1: can you, who's this? He actually said, who is this uncircumcised Philistine that defies the armies of God?
0: Yes, well.
1: Huh? (laughs) So.
0: Yes, he knew God was behind him.
1: Yeah. So what we are saying is, you know. You have got to first believe that he is. If you don't believe that he is...
0: You'll never believe that he's the rewarder. Your
1: prayer prayer doesn't have a solid foundation. um, No,
0: then it's not faith.
1: Yeah. So, you know, I love what it says in James where it says, draw near to him and he'll draw near to you. And um, I'm talking about a time... I'm just talking about, I'm going to testify now, in my own personal capacity, how God manifested himself to me. Now, this is something that a lot of Christians struggle with. This is something a lot of sinners struggle with. This is something especially that um, atheists struggle with. You know, prove to me that God is real. You know, uh, okay, what do you want? Uh, Should I say, um, I'll take my finger and I'll just run it over this log and then a flame will come up and then will you believe? You know, they're looking for something like that. And um, God is not in a circus. He's a person. You got to get to know the person, not party tricks. This no, is,
0: exactly. This
1: is not party tricks. And whenever someone shares a revelation, they're sharing They're sharing um, what the book of Psalms says, deep calls out to deep. And then, you know, this is something that they don't want to hear. This is not good enough for them, you know. But you can't sit there and dictate and decide what you want to receive before you believe. That's not how it works. So uh, I remember one morning... um, I just, I woke up and I knew it was God that woke me up. I just knew it. I I was wide awake. It was pitch black outside. It was early in the morning. And my room was wall to wall, Holy Ghost. And from one end of the wall, I just knew that. It's like you, I didn't have to measure it. I didn't have to. So flesh and...
0: and blood did not reveal this to you. <laughs> oh, no, that's good. That's really good. Yeah,
1: um, it, it was just wall to wall Holy Ghost from this side to that, um, breadth-wise and lengthwise, and then from the floor to the ceiling. I, I I just knew the glory of God had completely filled that room. And the um, you know it talks about oh, Jesus. Help me out here, sir. What do you call oh, um, uh, uh, yeah, the reverence of God? Um, the fear of the Lord. Thank you, Lord. I oh, just appreciate that. Um, in the book of Isaiah, it talks about one of the facets of the Lord. And uh, one of them is called the fear of the Lord. It's old King James for the reverence of God. And I tell you what, wherever God steps, because he is the king. You know, he is royalty. And it just comes naturally in his presence. That reverential spirit, that honor that just flows out of him. You can't make that stuff up. You actually experience it, it becomes tangible. This Mm. is not some, uh, this is hard to explain to people who've never, ever experienced it before, but it's practically tangible. And those are the things that make a mark in your life. You can never ever walk away from that. And he just filled up my room, and the fear of the Lord was so strong. Now, thank you, Lord. I just um, he reminded me of this now in the book of Acts, um, when Paul and Silas were in prison, and. The, the whole jail shook. Someone says, oh, that's far-fetched. Wait until you experience it.
0: Exactly. You
1: won't say that anymore. <clears throat> you know, if you're living a, just a cheap life, I have to say that, and that's really not disrespecting you, but if you're living a very cheap life, a carnal life, you can sit there and you can make all the comments in the world. It's not going to make our realities and our experiences ever go away. It just tells us that you're living a cheap life, and that's so sad for you because you're missing out on this intimate relationship, and he wants to manifest himself to everyone. Everyone has an opportunity. Because he died for everyone. Yes. And so, you know, when, when God shook that jail, the Bible says the jail doors burst open, and none of the prisoners left. And I always read that and I believed it, you know, I believed it. And I said to God, how come the prisoners didn't leave? And I never understood that until he manifested himself in the room that, that early morning. <laughs> the fear of the Lord filled that room. I actually pulled the duvet right up until just my eyes stuck out. And, and I said, and uh, it was really stupid what I did. Because I I said as if you know it was God in the room and the Holy Ghost is hiding in the corner with me. That's <laughs> that's how that's how I was thinking at the time, and I said, Holy Ghost, what's happening? As if he's my best buddy, Jeez. and we both hiding from God, not realizing it's actually him manifesting like that. <laughs> and I was so scared. Um, not uh not fear. As in the fear of death, but a reverential respect. That's, that's why when they translated in the King James, that old, um, that old English, that's the best way they, they were trying to describe something spiritual like that. They called it the fear of the Lord, which mm. is absolutely correct. And I did not want to get out of my bed. And I actually whispered. I said, what's going on? <laughs> because i knew there was no demon for miles <laughs> you
0: know, no ways you, you know
1: because god is there and his presence and and, and that reverential wow. awe that's just flowing his majesty you stand in awe you don't say anything and, and, and i was at the point where i was literally Scared. I was afraid I was going to do something stupid. So I just <laughs> shut my mouth and I just fear I didn't know what was going on. I did not know what was going on. So I just prayed in tongues, you know. And um, eventually I could actually sense the presence of God just lifting up out of that room. Now when I go back to the book of Acts, now I understand why none of those guys escaped the prison. Daddy said, let me show you how it felt. <laughs> so you were there. And that's what happened. And I look at that, and now I understand. Yeah, the jail door's flip, flipped open. Who, who on earth is going to run out? You know not to run out.
0: <laughs> yes, you stay right where you yeah, are. Yeah,
1: you are really dumb. I mean, you got to be. But even, even in your dumbness, You know not to move. Yeah, you know. (laughs) It's it's so holy. Mm. It is tremendously holy. And it's so hard to explain a supernatural thing like that. But now I I can, oh, I bumped this, I apologize. Um, It's
0: because you get so excited. I get so excited (laughs) because
1: I've experienced Mm. it. Well, what happened? I drew near to him. Mm. He drew near to me. You
0: experienced some you know, of him.
1: And God is that real to me. So, see, that's why I look back now that just moments after I got born again, a few days, and the devil just really came at me to try and tell me, God don't exist, God don't exist, because I could see what was happening. Hey, He's given up now. I mean, I've had those personal experiences um with him and he he didn't do it to try and prove himself mm. he he's just manifesting himself and that's our know you know I've got his word on it and that's enough for me but those are moments where Jesus has manifested himself and this is what everyday Christianity is supposed to be like.
0: Yes, it's supposed to be a lifestyle. Yeah. Like God must be so real to you that, you know, him manifesting himself is, you know, yeah. not not to a point where you don't respect it, but yeah. it's like, that's you, my dad.
1: You know, I'm... Um I'm just. I just want to say this now. I'm just thinking about a lot of Christians that they'll die and and um, go to heaven. Yes. I'm not saying they will die tonight. It's, I'm not prophesying. No. Um, I'm just saying that they're born again. They really do love Him, but they they've never drawn near to Him, and um, they when they die they'll go to heaven and they're going to be so shocked. Mm. How sad is that? Yes, because
0: eh? they wouldn't. They won't have um experienced. Yeah. His nature, you're on earth. So for them, it'll be a complete surprise.
1: Like I, I always tell people, um, if you're going to a traditional church or a religious church that is really against um, all this, they, they call it happy clappy, you know. Mm. When I hear that, I, I just want to immediately, I, I kind of like shrill, like, Yes. Um, because... You know, what, in essence, what you are saying is, we've kicked the Holy Ghost out. Mm. We control the service. Yes. Now, let me tell you something. That's the most disrespectful thing that you can ever do in a church. Mm. Don't ever do that. Don't you ever do that. And if you're going to a church like that, get out and run away from it as fast as you can. You are supposed to be healing to the Spirit of God. Mm. And there are supposed to be manifestations of the Spirit. There's supposed to be gifts of the Spirit in operation. People are supposed to be giving hymns and so forth. That should be a regular church service. Mm. I always tell people, stop putting God in a box. He is the most supernatural being that there can be. Yes, and you are supposed to experience a supernatural service. Mm. It's not supposed to be boring and mundane like you're reading a magazine.
0: Um, I remember when just when I got saved, I was attending a church, and that specific church was very much the religious. You know, you sit down, you just listen to the preach. You you stand when you sing yeah. the hymn, and. You know there's no there's no praise and worship there's no band playing there's an organist and it and that's how it is and yeah. you know you can't clap you can't do nothing yeah yeah um and then one day I stepped into a charismatic church <laughs> and oh my word Jesus brought me to tears in the worship service. Yeah. I'd never experienced that in a church before. I'd had praise and worship at home. Yeah. So it was so different to stand in a group of people that you could feel the freedom. Yes, And and some of them didn't even have shoes on. They were standing mm. in the front of the church and they were dancing and they were praising and they were free. And it was so Beautiful to watch. And I remember the one specific song that um we sang. I remember I had my hand on my heart. I don't know why I did that. Yeah. But my hand was on my heart. And I just remember like tears welling in my eyes. I was holding back tears yeah. so bad because I just wanted to cry. But it was... Wow, what an experience. And you I see, think
1: that right there is a manifestation of Jesus.
0: you how how do you explain that? How you can't sit yeah. still when the joy of the Lord is there, when there's freedom, when there is life, no one wants to sit still, so I'm just I'm all for. Being in a place with a yeah. bunch of people who want to worship and reverence yeah. God. Oh, you my know, goodness. Uh,
1: when they, when you get these traditional churches that mock these charismatic movements or Pentecostal movements, whatever you want to call them, um, word of faith movements, um, and they say no, you know, and they go and lift up their hands. Um, didn't you read the New Testament where it says, and lifting up holy hands everywhere? Yes. Mm. You're looking bad right now, <laughs> you know. Or they say those happy clappy um, people. Well, guess what? We just don't want to be told you got to wear masks every, um, you know, when you leave your house and wherever you go. You got to do this. You got to do that. We don't want to be controlled by man in the church. We want to heal ourselves to the spirit of God.
0: Where's the joy of the Lord?
1: Yeah. Another thing, um, you know, when someone stands up. Behind uh, the pulpit, we want that person to heal themselves to Jesus Christ. Mm. We want Jesus to preach to us. We don't want man to preach to us. We want Jesus to preach to us. We want to hear what the head of the church has to say. That's the whole thing. That's how real it is. We know he's that real. Mm. We know he wants to talk to us. We know that we need to grow. And that's why we healed ourselves to Him. That is the kind of church service. And listen, when we have our, when we start having our conventions, because God showed me that's that's yes. coming. When we have those conventions, oh, oh uh, Lord, since you are here, you know what you're gonna do. You're gonna jam pack that room full of your glory. <laughs> I just, it's supposed to be normal. Mm. Yes, it's very supernatural. Yes, it's a mystery to others. But that is what a normal lifestyle is about. Mm,
0: It's why I love reading the books, Kenneth Hagen books. Yes. You always read about these supernatural things that happen in the services. They're either sitting in awe or they're all dancing or they're all praying in the spirit, but everything is done in one accord and it's just it is amazing. And I'm
1: just thinking Mm -hmm. of what John the um, the Baptist said. None of me.
0: And all of you, and all of you, and that's what yes. it means
1: um, when you surrender yourself to God. You know, a lot of these people still are, are still talking about. You know, you need to surrender, and what they really mean is surrender to me. Mm. Um, no, you need to really let go, and you 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 need to stop waiting for something first. Yes. And you need to stop sitting on the sidelines, stop sitting on the bench. And you need to get up and say, Coach, I want in. Mm. I want to get in on the field and then just run.
0: I've also, I also find like a lot of people, they're very quick to say, um, You know, Jesus is my Lord and Savior. Yeah. But they're only acting out on the Savior part, mm. but the Lord part, they always seem to skip. Yeah. Because, you know, when someone is your Lord, whether it's in a kingdom or whatever, the, the Lord, um, he directs everything yeah. and you obey. Yeah. Um, you do everything according to what the Lord wants. Yeah. Um, so your life no longer is your own. It belongs to your Lord. So if your Lord says, go left, you go left. He says, go right, you go right. Because you've surrendered to Him. And that's what people are missing in their Christian walk.
1: But you'll do that if you believe
0: that He is. Because you know that the way that He has chosen is the right way.
1: There's a lot of people that don't turn to that first. And Mm. that's that's very troubling. You know, I'm just... (laughs) We we really coming close to the end of this episode, and we, we um, just started. I know, but you know, with him, there's no time.
0: My goodness, yes,
1: Dad, you need to teach us how to live in these moments
0: because this just
1: <laughs> this just flies. I mean, what do I tell our viewers? You know,
0: thank you for joining us. Yeah, see you tomorrow. <laughs>
1: um, but you just got to take him at his word first. Don't mm. wait for some, you know. Um, thing in the sky you don't have to prove that it works
0: or nothing Yeah, stop stop Mm -hmm.
1: looking and waiting for a sign and wonder first before you feel safe enough to step Mm. out just take him at his word you know you can't live off of my personal revelation Mm. you can't live off megan's personal revelation but i tell you what there's nothing stopping you from getting your very own
0: yes
1: and with that said We're going to have to end this podcast. Thank you very much for listening. And remember, faith comes by hearing.
0: So keep on hearing.
1: Hey, everyone. If you enjoyed today's podcast and you like what our ministry is doing, why not partner up with us and sow into God's vision, which is to start a gospel newspaper. All funds are used to increase the print run and reach more houses with the good news of Jesus Christ. You can sow on our website, www.thedailywitness.co.za There you'll find a tab called Sew so into a Vision If you're inside of South Africa use the option of SnapScan You can download this app free of charge from the Google Play Store or iTunes If you're outside of South Africa you can use our option of Give and Gain We thank you for your faith and generous support
0: If you have enjoyed today's Daily Witness podcast, feel free to let us know by either using our Facebook profile, Trevor Funfeer Ministries, or by email to newsdesk at thedailywitness.co.ca. Remember, we love you and Jesus loves you.